Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to the Fumble with me, Vernon Kay, and him, Darren Fletcher. The NFL regular season has come to a close, and we are now heading towards Phoenix, Arizona, for the Super Bowl. However, before we find out who's going to be in the final, we kick off, as always, with the Wild Card Weekend. Darren, there are a list of teams who are going to compete for the Lombardi Trophy. What I want to do is, instead of doing your stereotypical predictions for wildcard weekend and then on to the Super Bowl. Let's go through each individual team and I want to ask you one simple question. Of all the teams involved in the playoffs, give me two that are going to give us the most exciting game when they're together, regardless of whether they're going to come and meet in the playoffs. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Who are the most entertaining teams in this playoff run? I think the easy answer in the AFC, based on what we saw last season, you'd say Chiefs and Bills, because we saw the shootout, didn't we, last year? But I think the Bengals against Kansas City this year would be a better game. I've got slightly more faith in the Bengals than I have the Bills. I think they're a more complete team. I know that Joe Mixon's had not as good a year as he did last year. He's had a few injuries, but they run the ball better. They're more balanced. So I think an AFC championship game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals would be brilliant. In the NFC, I think it's a bit, I think it's a bit more difficult to work out. I quite fancy the idea of Cowboys Vikings only because they both score a ton of points, but they're both completely flawed. I mean, it wouldn't be the NFC championship game because neither of them, I don't think, are good enough to get there. But I think for 60 minutes over four quarters, those two teams against each other would be or could be anything, you know. So the, for the excitement factor, I quite like the idea of them meeting at some stage if they can. And I'm just desperate to see the Bengals against the Chiefs in, in the AFC because I just think that would be a, an absolutely brilliant AFC championship game. And there's a bunch of teams in there who you kind of think, oh, I'm not really looking forward to that game. Give me two toilet teams in the whole of this playoff scenario. Yeah, I think the Baltimore Ravens 
has to be one of those teams because they just don't score any points now. They're, they're struggling to get past 13 points in any game they play. If you look back over the last six or seven weeks, you know, minus Lamar Jackson, they are just an entirely different team. They can play good defence, that's fine, but they just can't score points. And I think they've gone from being such an explosive team with that unpredictability of Lamar Jackson to a team without him that all of a sudden you say, well, running backs are average, wide receivers probably below average. They've got a really good tight end, but he's banged up, but they've not got a great deal else. So that that would be, they would be one team, um, the Ravens. And then unfortunately, I think I'll have to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because I just think they're a million miles away. Tom Brady needs a change. I think that's a franchise that went with a defensive head coach over an offensive head coach, and I think they've paid the price. I think they've lost that little bit of a sparkle. So I think, that, you know, in either conference, the Buccaneers don't excite me at all, and based on the absence of Lamar Jackson, nor did Baltimore. Now now you know what's going to happen, Vern. It's going to be a Baltimore-Tampa Bay Super Bowl, 45-43, I'm going to look complete full. All right, well, here's another question for you, Darren, as we scour... Uh... What we think could happen in the playoffs. Let's take a look at our very own Jacksonville Jaguars, shall we? London's very own Jacksonville Jags. We're in the playoffs. They seem, under the new head coach, who has taken the Philadelphia Eagles in the past and to the Super Bowl and won, they seem to be a team rejuvenated. Would I be right or wrong in saying that they're going to beat the Chargers and play the following weekend? I think you'll be wrong because I think the Chargers win. I think one big intangible is the health of Mike Williams. I mean, if Mike Williams is out and they got that decision last week, having secured their seeding in their spot, that they play the starters or not, they chose to. And one of their main offensive weapons that injures his back. If Mike Williams is good to go. I just think there's a big gap still between the Chargers and the Jaguars. But I think, Doug Peterson certainly should be in consideration for coach of the year, the job that he's done, not just in terms of wins and losses, but the development of, of Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback. And let's not forget, they spent a fair deal of money on free agents last close season, but that's not a guarantee you're going to win. They've got to be incorporated into a game plan. They've got to be used properly. And I think they have been. I think he's done a wonderful job. I think if they're slightly off the ball this weekend, off the boil, um, the charges, then yes, Jacksonville can win. But I think if both teams go in there as good as they are, I'd give a relatively significant edge to the Chargers. But they've certainly got the look of a team, Jacksonville now, Vern, that can be there on a consistent basis in a relatively winnable division. When you think about the problems that Tennessee have got, Indianapolis haven't got a quarterback, you know, etc. So you kind of look at that, Houston just, just stink. But if you look at that, they look like they're going to be built to last. And that partnership between Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence looks like it could make him the next generational quarterback that we thought he would be. And I think they've been a great story this year. And it's great for us because we can then get excited about when they come to London as opposed to saying, oh, no, not this lot again, because they're vying for the first overall draft pick. They're actually going to be a good team. Well, yeah, in the whole of the period of time that they've been coming to London, this is only their second playoff visit. 
So, you know, our Jacksonville Jaguars are in, are in the playoffs. And you're right. It just it continues that story of the Jags as our team. We've got something to hold on to because there was a long period of time where they were absolutely garbage. And it was difficult to generate any kind of energy around the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let me pose a question to you. And this has been eating away in the back of my mind ever since they got better. Let's say Trevor Lawrence is the next great one the next Peyton Manning, the next Tom Brady, the next John Elway, right? Let's say he is, in two years' time, the very best quarterback on the planet. By process of elimination, they are then a division winner every year and a huge contender to be in the AFC Championship game. Would that then inspire fervent support in Duval County and the tarpaulin might come off some of the seats that aren't being used at the moment. They become very popular in their own destination, way more than they are now. Are they then still as in love with playing in London if all of that support and love is on their doorstep? Would a successful Jacksonville team and a brilliant Trevor Lawrence actually completely kick us in the nuts in the UK? Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you the fisheye lens brain of Darren Fletcher. That's why he's here, boys and girls, because we were trying to talk up the positives of the Jacksonville Jaguars being successful, giving us something to attach ourselves to. And then what does Darren do? Rips the rug from underneath us by saying, no, if they're successful in their hometown stadium, they're going to stay there because they'll generate loads of cash to keep Mr. <laughs> Khan's boat in diesel. <laughs> See what I mean? I mean, I, look, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's like I, I, it's like it takes me back to that podcast that we did only two or three episodes ago, where you completely poo-pooed the game in Germany. Yeah, <laughs> look, I, I've been in sports long enough to know just what a cynical world it is, and you know, I, I, I look at it and it's it's a great idea that that Jacksonville become New England for the next ten years. You know, win all these Super Bowls with Trevor Lawrence, and we get to see them once or twice a year and they eventually move to the UK. The reality is that if they start to become significant in the United States, which they've never been as a franchise, that has to impact what they've got to do around the world because you only do that if you need to. They're doing this through need or started doing it through need, not because you know whoever was the, the, the head coach at the time fancied a bachelor pad in, in, in London town. I mean, this is... I, I just, I just thought I'd throw it out there because that's what no, I like this. it, Darren. Darren, I like it. I, it's given us another platform. It's given you uh, another edge to your sharp bladed instrument that is your sporting mind. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. It's pretty obvious, all right, that Shad Khan loves a European investment. He loves the fact that his Fulham team are doing well. They've got one of the best strikers in the Premier League, Alexander Mitrovic. That's it. Alexander Mitrovic, yeah. Banging goals in left, right and centre. Doing really well. Fulham are doing as well as they could do, shall we say. And now, add to that the fact that his American football team that he wants us to adopt could possibly be doing really well in the next two or three seasons. I think that influences Shad Khan to go, do you know what? I'm going to ride this wave. I'm going to gamble. I'm going to go and buy Wembley and I'm going to turn it into the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars for a four-game period in London. That's what I think will happen. That's what I hope will happen. And most importantly of all, if you're going to sell the brand of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I hope they change their uniform. 
because it is, without doubt, one of the worst uniforms in the NFL. And the NFL is all about trends. It's all about the other stuff outside of the game. They make as much money in the merchandise stores as they do on the field, from the TV deals and this, that and the other. If they want us to invest in the Jacksonville Jaguars, they need to make an iconic uniform for that team because it's garbage. Okay, so what about then that they have a uniform for the U.S.? Is it not time now that they have a London uniform, if that's the case? And my suggestion for the the logo on the side of the helmet, bearing in mind they're called the Jaguars, would be some variation of Arthur Daly's Jaguar on the side of that (laughs) helmet for London. Behave yourself. Behave yourself. Or Arthur Arthur Daly's hat and his trench coat. Do you know what, though? It's a great thing, you know, when, when one suggestion gets made, you, your brain starts to work. Why wouldn't they have a uniform for London? Why not? Because I love it. The way they wear throwbacks and they wear all different kinds of things. If you're London's team to a certain extent, why don't we have our own jersey and our own logo for when that team plays in the United Kingdom? Then it would start to make it feel like ours a lot more than it does now. We're not just borrowing a team every now and again. Hey, I've got it. I've got it. Mr. Khan and your Jacksonville Jaguar franchise, we're going to give you this for free, right? Myself and Darren Fletcher, Simon Cross, our exec producer, everyone involved in the fumble are going to give you this for free, but we want a box on the 50-yard line next to yours. Yeah. Right? Here's your suggestion. The Jacksonville Jaguars should go to Nike, the uniform provider of the NFL, and say... You know your Nike kit that you make for England? We want you to make that into an American football equivalent. With the blue top, stripe across the top. The the trousers have got to have a red and blue stripe, white stripe down them. And the logo is the three lions crest. Or three Jaguars, whatever it is. Three Jaguars. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you listen to this podcast, because we are making waves. Shag Khan, stick that in your ship and sail off into the sunset with the best-looking American football uniform that has ever been. Everything makes sense. And you think about it. It's, it's, we do borrow them. It, they're not ours in any way, shape or form. And the, the reason why the fellow owns Fulham is not because he loves England. It's because he gets 150 million quid a year for being in the Premier League. That's a good business. He's a good businessman. <laughs> So let's let's be real about why he does it. This well, is he's not a clone, is he? And, and, and he wants to buy Wembley so he can put the Rolling Stones on and Bon Jovi and anybody else who wants to play there. Ed Sheeran a million times a year and make a fortune. He's a good businessman, a brilliant businessman, and a nice guy to boot having been in his company. But I, ju- I just think these are things now, now they're relevant, that they should start to be thinking more big picture. So I think they're all, and, you know, we, we have a laugh and a joke on here. But they're all really good suggestions that, that would make them feel more like ours for that weekend or two weekends or, as you're suggesting, potentially four, when they're actually here. Our own jersey, our own logo. We can touch and feel it. You can be part of it. You've got something then that nobody else has. And by the way, I've always maintained on this podcast, and you agree, the biggest problem anybody has about putting a franchise in England is we've all got a team already. So none of us are going to change for the team that comes over. I'm still going to be a Bears fan like you are, even if you've got a team in London. Oh, oh, hang on a minute. Let's back up. Two seasons ago, you are a Packers fan. No, I wasn't. I, was, I, I, I had a holiday romance. 
Somebody said, your tart. Somebody said it'll never last, and they were right. It was just a little walk <laughs> on the beach, it went too far. That was it. But I would say to you now that if, if all of a sudden you could have our own jersey, we'd all get one. Absolutely. We'd all get I w- one. I, w- I would love an NFL equivalent of the England kit. Yeah. I don't think I bought an England kit since 1986. But if you were to say we're going to turn an NFL jersey into an England kit with the with the with the tucked in sleeves and the great numbers on the front and the back, and they should use the same font that the Premier League uses on the back instead of the one that they use in the NFL. This one. What size is that, by the way? This is a small. All right. Do you think you can send me that? Because I want a Jets top. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll send you that. Uh, we've got two smalls. I don't think you're getting a small, Darren. Oh, we'll get an army. All my jerseys are small, yeah. All right, we'll send you one of them. Yeah, it's got to be a Jets one, though. Yeah, we'll send you a Jets one. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Then. Tell, tell the NFL thank you. That's great. It's the least they can do. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll send you this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my word. Hey, by the way, I heard one of the great lines of commentary the other day around that individual there. Uh, Jamie Gillum. So he's now the punter for the Giants, isn't he? Oh, my God, I heard it. You say it. You and say he it. Said, he said, the Scottish hammer just got nailed. I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very, very funny. It was. Uh, but I, by the way, he's covered the Giants for how many times? And he's had that written down for months. Maybe, oh, he must maybe, have. Maybe years. Yeah. He must have. Hang on, our exec producer, Simon, has just pulled up a, a signed... Is that a Giants Cowboys jersey? Who, who signed that? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> it's a signed Jason Bell jersey. Oh, crikey. Now we, there we go. There you go. Nice. You actually, That's very funny. Are you actually broadcasting from the NFL stockroom at the moment? Well, anywhere where you go with Simon Cross, he's always in NFL stockroom. Yeah. Uh, there's always stuff lying around. It's very, very funny. There anyway, was, let's get back. Get, let's there get... was a man, just a quick aside, I'm not going to name it, but there was a man that we all know who used to go into the NFL office and actually steal things. I'm not going to out him on the football podcast, but he was actually prevented from going in because one day they actually put something there knowing he'd steal it to find out if it was him and he stole it. So they knew that it was him. And if he ever listens to this podcast, you know who you are, my friend. Well, he's not my friend, but but he did steal from the NFL office. And it's, yeah, I'm not going to reveal who it is, but the audacity well, of you. It, it wasn't me. I, I, no. I, I steal what I'm given. There you go. I think that's the best way to, 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 to say, to explain <laughs> Uh, oh, I get my freebies from the NFL. I steal what I'm given. I, I, but I will confess that when I worked at Tesco's uh, in 1990, it might have been four to six, we used to break up the donuts and put them in the damage tray so that we could eat them on our break. Yeah. Well, I used to do something similar when I was a Saturday lad at Mackey's. And after a certain amount of time, you have to throw the food away out of the, out of the food bin and then account for it all. So... Once they've been in there for a period of time, you, you've got to get rid of it. So the chicken nuggets, I used to be shoveling down my throat like they were going out of fashion. And then I used to say there was like six chicken nuggets, but in actual fact, they're about 24. But I'd wolfed, <laughs> I'd wolfed 18 down before we'd even started counting. So yeah, I used to do something similar. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tell you what I do fancy this weekend. I quite like the idea of the Giants beating the Vikings. I can can see that. You know, if you're looking for one where you've got an underdog this weekend, I mean, they're going to give us the Vikings based on the fact they're at home and and they've, they've won as many games as they have. But I could see the Giants going in there. I mean, they played the backups against Philly last week and played them quite hard. Nothing to lose. They've got a free hit, got a clean slate. Daniel Jones is now started to play really well under Brian Dable. You've got to say that. Way better than we thought he was going to be able to play. To the point where he now might be back next year as quarterback of the Giants. And that was inconceivable before he threw a pass this year. But there's a lot of frailty in that Vikings team. Winning games, we said a couple of episodes ago, by one score. Where last year they lost them by one score. Got big issues on defence. If they can control the clock through Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones can look after the ball, I think they can win that game. I genuinely do. I think the Giants could get through to the division round. I, I quite like the idea of that one being the upset. It would be nice. Uh, interesting stat or interesting fact that someone put on our fantasy uh, group earlier on in the week. Yes. This is amazing. Strap yourselves yeah. in for this, kids. Patrick Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the AFC playoff picture. Bonkers. That was internet rich who said that. That is insane. And we've talked many, many times uh, on this podcast and on Radio 5 Line about the new generation of quarterbacks coming through. And we've always talked about Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the AFC to compete for the Super Bowl title, which is outrageous, Darren. The game just moves so quick. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, the fact I mean, he is only 27. So I mean, we're going to get at least another 10 years out of him. Maybe if he if he goes on like Brady, maybe 13-ish. So I mean, there's, there's lots of football left in him. But I just think it kind of, it credits that young person to say what he's achieved already. In in in, He's only 27. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's been in AFC Championship games. He's... He's left his mind. If he never threw another pass in the NFL, you'd probably stick him in the Hall of Fame now. And you talk about longevity and records and all that. But he's probably done as much as he would need to do to get to that level now. I mean, it's, it's astonishing, really, that what he's been able to cram into such a short period of time as an NFL quarterback. Always takes me back again to that point of, if you're going to be a success in the, in the NFL, you need a good coach and a good quarterback working in tandem. And I think Belichick's the prime example. New England without Brady aren't the same. But I think if you put Brady back into New England next season, 
they would have a deep playoff run in the AFC based on what's around them. Belichick would look like the genius again. And I think he's really fortunate, Mahomes, that he walks into the room with Andy Reid straight away, off you go. You think about how many quarterbacks have been taken with the first or second pick in the draft and they go into a dysfunctional situation with not a great head coach and they never manage to fulfil their potential. If you're fortunate to get the right coach with the right quarterback, great things can happen. It's very rare you get a quarterback on his own without the coach as well who can, who can get it done. Yeah, very, very true. And let's not forget, the Chicago Bears jumped up to take Mitchell Trubisky in the same draft. They did. And by the way, this is the Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. Look at Trevor Lawrence under Urban Meyer. This is Daniel Jones and Brian Daybon. Daniel Jones has been in the league for five years, is it? It's around there with, with bad head coaches. This year he's got an offensive head coach who's good. Daniel Jones looks like a, a good quality NFL starting quarterback. You need the combination. Talking about the Bears, mate, what a weekend. Houston Texans are picking one. All you've got to do is lose. And you go on the road to Indianapolis and win. Lovey Smith, the head coach, has subsequently been fighting. Because, I mean, that's the last thing you want to do now, <laughs> is go and lose the first overall pick to win one game. Chicago are officially the worst team in the league, and I love it, because we're not that bad. They've got Justin Fields. Now they're going to be picking first in the draft. What on earth are you thinking if you play for Houston? You've got to but, get the first pick. Yeah, but does it matter, Darren? Because... Yes, the Houston Texans need a quarterback. Yes. The Bears don't need a quarterback. No. The so Bears are not going to go quarterback on one. I'll tell you what the Bears are going to do now. They are going to pick up the phone to the Indianapolis Colts, who are picking fourth. And they're going to say to the Indianapolis Colts, you come and pick number one so you can get the best quarterback in the draft because you've gone through Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Jacoby Brissett. You're all over the place. We'll drop back to four because you're going to take a quarterback. The Houston Texans are going to take a quarterback. And then there are two brilliant defensive players at the top of the draft. Jalen Carter from Georgia, Will Anderson from Alabama. The, the Bears get additional picks from the Colts and the first round the next year. They get the fourth pick this year. They'll get a second rounder this year. They'll get something else. They might even get a player. And they get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, who they will take at one anyway if they pick. Win-win. Problem for Houston is you now get the second. Now, you think about the way these picks go when there's two of them. Manning and Leaf, right? Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin. Start going through it. Trevor Lawrence and and, and, Wil and Wilson at the Jets. You don't want the second. Well, you want the first. You don't want the second. You want the, you want the first or one a bit further back. But the second... Tends to be pony. So you <laughs> all, of sudden, all of a sudden, if you're the Texans, you're picking second and you're right. You, what are you doing? You, you've got the chance to get a franchise changing man, the very best quarterback in the draft, and you win. You win. And you've not been doing that all year, but you win. What is going on? The quarterback that's down fast. He's not going to play because the new guy's coming in. But he won. Lovey Smith, the head coach, is gone. He's not got a job anymore because he won. What are you doing? Did you see the owner's face at the end of the game? He's trying to smile, but his face is cracking because he wants the first <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, do you know what? We've got to doff our cap to sporting integrity. That's well, all we can do. Well, I know, but come on. <laughs> come on. 
the Houston, the Houston, the Houston Texans drank all their sporting integrity wow. for the for the past ten years in one big gulp on wow. Sunday. And you think now, right? So if there's a situation now where, the, if, if let's say Bryce Young at Alabama is 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 going to be a quarterback who teams fall in love with, or maybe C.J. Stroud. I mean, they're they're likely the two that are going to go first and second. Will Levis is going to get some looks as well. But let's say that there are two teams now that fall in love with one of those quarterbacks. Two teams, that's all you need. And then you've got an auction because then you've got that team against that team and who gives Chicago the most. And at that stage, it's a win-win. I know you've then got to pick the right players with the draft capital you get. But if you are rebuilding like Chicago and you get two teams that fall in love with Bryce Young, you are getting a king's ransom based on the fact that the Houston Texans were so idiotic on the final Sunday of the season to win the game. By the way, with the last... Listen, listen, listen. This is what does me, right? This is what does me. This is why it's absolutely insane. So you talk about sporting integrity, right? And you talk about saying to an NFL player, you've got to give me everything, right? Got to give me everything. Everything. So you play the Colts to a standstill over 60 minutes, and you get the touchdown, right? You get the touchdown. So they've given you everything. So in terms of the culture in your building, you're fine. Just make sure you knacker up the two-point conversion after. So then you lose, but you lose in a winning way. You don't have to win. You don't need to throw the two-point conversion for the last chunk of the game. You don't need to do it. What is going on here? <laughs> I don't need to say anything else, Darren. You've said it all. I can't. I can't comment because you're right. Uh, it's just. It's absolutely insane. Wow. It's insane, and I do think that the birds will trade down. I do. Yeah, and there's, there's now talk of Lovey Smith becoming mayor of Chicago, right? Because he was the Bears coach, took him to a Super Bowl, popular anyway. The more realistic thought is that the coordinator, the defensive coordinator, Alan Williams, is not particularly great. Bears fans are now clamouring for Lovey Smith to come in as the defensive coordinator because he's a defensive genius. So he might now end up getting a job with the Bears <laughs> having coached his team to get the first pick in the draft. <laughs> Who's going to be a defensive guy, which is right. hilarious. Exactly, exactly. I mean, come on. This is why I love this sport so much. Even when it doesn't matter, it matters. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's bonkers. Uh, all right, so we'll quickly wrap up, Darren. We'll go through uh, the fixtures yeah. for Wild Card Weekend. And let's just both of us give our opinions on the games. I'm just going to start off on Saturday. Uh, Seahawks, 49ers. It's got to be 49ers, right? Yeah, I, 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 think this is a, I think this is one that doesn't need a great deal of discussion. The fascinating thing about the 49ers is, is Brock Purdy going to be the next Tom Brady? And I don't mean the greatest quarterback of all time. But can he come from nowhere in the season like Brady first did when Drew Bledsoe got injured and lead the team to a Super Bowl? He's got enough around him to do it. And if he does, we've got another one of those Hollywood stories brewing in San Francisco, I suppose. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Chargers, Jaguars. I'm going Chargers. I, I just think Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen looks sharp. Austin Eckler's unstoppable. Jags on the rise. Not quite good enough for the Chargers. All right, I'll take that. Dolphins, Bills, got to be the Bills. 13-3. and three. Do you know what, mate? I just hope when this season's done, there is a serious, serious, serious look at the way the Dolphins have handled Tua Tungavailoa this year. That young man's career is in jeopardy based on medical decisions that were taken 
by people who he should have been able to put his faith in. I hope the Bills win. I hope the Bills roll them. The way the Dolphins have acted this year has left a really sour taste in my mouth. Giants-Vikings. We said that uh, Daniel Jones has had a pretty decent season. You said there's a possibility that the Giants could roll over the Vikings. The Vikings have got Kirk Cousins at quarterback, who I don't believe is a clutch quarterback. I'm going to go down on the Giants. That's where my money's going. I am too. And you know what, then? You went into full family fortunes mode. I yeah. thought, because you went, you said, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, survey said. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ravens, Bengals. It's going to be like, is Lamar Jackson going to play? I've just watched a bit of Good Morning Football and they're saying that he's going to play. He's, he's practicing today and the day we're recording this is Tuesday. There's a possibility that he's going to play at the weekend. He's at practice. They're a different team with him under centre, but he's had five weeks off, I do believe. Is that rest or is it is it enough putting him at quarterback to beat the Bengals? I'm going Bengals easy. And I'm going Bengals AFC representative in the Super Bowl. Bengals win out from this point, get to Arizona, and then we will see. I think they're going to get past Baltimore with little fuss. All right. Finally, Monday night football. Cowboys at the Buccaneers. Cowboys got a record of 12 and 5. The Buccaneers only just scraped in 8 and 9, a losing record, and they're in the playoffs. Do you know what? If Dak Prescott plays like he played last weekend, the Buccaneers win. The Buccaneers can win the game. Do you know what? I'm going to stick my neck out and I'm going to say Brady Buccaneers win in an upset because I think Dak Prescott, I think there's a myth around him. And I think this might be the year when the myth gets exploded. And I think there'll be a question in the summer, do they start Dak Prescott next year or the other fella who came in and did really well? Because with the offensive weapons they've got, they don't need a fella taking the game into his own hands the way that Prescott does. I think Prescott falters in a critical situation. Brady and the Buccaneers have been in lots of tight games this year. They've got real experience of winning late, fourth quarter, last drive of the game, all that kind of thing. Stands you in good stead for the playoffs. They've won a Super Bowl. They've got experience. I'm going to go Buccaneers to beat the Cowboys for Right, nice. I agree with everything that you've said, but because my mate is the defensive line coach, I have to go the Cowboys. I have to, but I think their offense at the Dallas Cowboys is dreadful. Hey, by the Shocking. way, by the way, next time you speak to him, ask him what gets said in the defensive meeting rooms when you see Prescott play like like he does sometimes. Because those defensive players, that's a good defense, and the quarterbacks costing you games sometimes. They must be going mad. And they're not the right, they're not the fellas to get on the wrong side of are they? No, they're not. No. Well, do you know what I thought you were going to say then, Darren? Being a, being, being, being a merchandise hoarder that you are, Ooh. I thought you were going to say, next time you speak to him, try and get us a Micah Parsons signed jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> like, Darren, I'm already ahead of you, brother. I, I know. There's a really long queue and you're about halfway up it in a minute. So <laughs> I'd be like, so, yeah, yeah. Every every person that's in the um, British American football community who knows Adam has asked him for a side Micah Parsons jersey. You know they have. <laughs> you, know you, you know if you were different and said, "Can you get me a CD lab?" You'd have it next week. Nobody's bothered yeah, about that. Get it next week. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, Darren, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, enjoy Wildcard Weekend. What are you up to this week? Any football? Yeah, I got uh, Fulham Chelsea on Thursday. Nice. I'm going to Forest Wolves tomorrow night. I'm in the director's box tomorrow night at, the, at my local ground. Um, and then I've got, oh, Saturday lunchtime, the Manchester Derby. 
United. Is it this weekend? Yeah, United City. I'm on commentary. I cannot wait. I'm, Where's you know, it at? You know what I'm fascinated about? I think it, sometimes you get a game every now and again where you go, OK, then, let's find out how good you are. And I think that's the Man United question this weekend. How good are you then? You got done six last time. It could have been 16. You're better now because you've got Casemiro in and people are starting to listen to the manager. Bradford's playing well. But how do you compare to the very best in our country? I think it's going to be fascinating. If they win, if they win, they're in the title race. Let alone are they back. There'll be a point behind Manchester City. They are in the title race if they win. If they lose, might just temper one or two expectations. Yes, huge game. Uh, as always, Darren, an absolute pleasure. We'll be back next week when we summarise Wildcard Weekend and then we head into the Divisionals. Woohoo! Love it. This has been a Shooting Shark production. Got to mention Shooting that Shark. Do you know what? That might be the first time I've ever done the sign-off at the end. Fantastic. I'll say it again. This has been a Shooting Shark production. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.